He's using the whole koyach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him to be mevarer the wrong way around. To, be, to take in the psoilus and to push out the oichel. To take in the, 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 the goof and to push out the ruchni In other words, another way of saying it is, he's chosen the path of beautifying what's really moss and disgusting. Of being mitzahir what's really abiyah Is there a greater shtus in the world? Does it make sense to suggest that there are such mishagoyim, such tipshim in the world? Who would prefer the dove of and internalize it and push out what's so precious, what's so pure? Doesn't make sense that anybody should fall into such a thing. But the answer is, welcome to Baal What did they do? They literally did just that. What should be done in the Besakise was in fact done in their temple, in their holiest place of worship. The greater the meal, the greater the avoidance. The greater the tumor, the greater the tara. What was their message? Who's to fall to such a sh- disgusting shigaon? But in fact, it's true to say that this seemingly crazy idea was in fact widely accepted. was the only avoidance Zara that B'nai Yisrael literally clinged to. As the prophet says, by Yitzomdu Yisrael about power and the Targum of Ayitzomdu is Ve'idbeku. How can one cling to such mir? Who clings to something so revolting and disgusting? Something that normal people would run a mile to, from. But the answer is that the message of Baal was a very clear one and a very profound one. Their message was, do not view Olamazeh, do not view Taiva, Gashmir, indulgence in Olamazeh. Do not view it as more. Do not view it as a double bozoi, as something disgusting. No. In fact, view Olam Hazeh, Taiva, and Gashmir, Tainu, as real life. Their message was to give Kovad and Chashivas to what's really the greatest bozoi and Hebecha Chashivas. To prove their point, they chose this avoidance. Finding what's most moss and disgusting and making it Chashiv, even a Kovad, even an avoidance. They put a hygiene stamp on taiva and overindulgence on Amazeh. Without this Avodah when a person, when the Yitzhahara would make a person have a hero, or have a Machshavara, a taiva, whatever it is, when he'd want to pull a person to indulge in Gashmir, it never succeeds. The person would feel sick. He'd feel it has to throw up. He has a natural instinct. To internalize the Ruchni, to internalize the Oichel, to internalize the Neshama, the Chisalaki, and to push out the Guf, to push out the Taiva, to push out the Gashmit. It's more. That's what belongs in the Beisakisi. The Yetzirah's message is basically luring a person to the Beisakisi. Everyone would run a mile from the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah could declare bankruptcy. Who's to fall for his trap? So therefore his solution is Baal Baal is the Yitzhahor's public relations officer, his advertising manager, his sales manager, to take all Dvarim Mo'usim, to take all Taivas Olamazeh, and to beautify them. It was there in Baal that all Taivas Aguf and all indulging Olamazeh became a normal thing, became something beautiful, became even praiseworthy. It even became an avoidance. Let's explain this better. The Pesach says, Vayitza Hashem Elikim Esa Odom Ofom in Adoma. Vayitach Ba'atov Nishmaf Chaim. Man is made out of Ofom in Adoma and of Nishmaf Chaim. 
Now the Pasuk begins with the word by Yitzer with two Yuds. Da'ash Chazal, Yitzer, Yitzer, because there's two elements in the Adam. There's the Osam in Adam and there's the Nishma Sachayim. The Yetzirah pulls a person to the Osam in Adam. To pursue Osam in Adam. And the Yetzirah pulls a person to pursue the Nishma Sachayim. The Derech of the Nishma Sachayim. The Osam, the Osam is the Mokhim where Mesim are buried. The Besa Kisei back then were holes in the ground that were covered in Osam. Osam is a Kedi to hide old Vorim Ma'usim. And it's that offer that the Yitzhahara pushes a person to indulge into. The Yitzhahara pushes a person to find the Chelek Liki, to find the Neshama and everything. And man was created with both. That was given the Koyach, the Teva, to see and to feel the Mios of the goof of the offer, and to see the purity and the Gishmak and the Tainug Elyon of Dvar Meruchni. But nevertheless, man's Nisoyin, man's avoided during his life, is behemoth to clear away, to stay clear of Baal and to see the goof and the Neshama, to see the Gashmin and Ruchini in the correct perspective, to see the Mios and Tumah and the overindulgence in Gashmir, and to see the light and the purity of Ruchini. And the Yitzhahorah is out to beautify Ophor, and the Yitzhahorah is out to beautify the Nishmaschayim. When a person is alive, as a result of this Tumah of Baal that Kali Yisrael cling to, it's, it's a difficult battle. The only time it gets clearer is when one remembers Yom Hamisa. As Rishlokish says in Brochus Dafei, Lo'ilam Ya'agiz Adam Yitzatoi V'Yitzatora Shanema Rigzu V'Altechato. And if this doesn't help and that doesn't help, says the Prophet, says the Gemara V'Im Lav, Yavkil Lo'yim Hamisa, Shanema V'Doyim Ha'Yisrael. When a person pictures Yom Hamisa, the Baal Pahar closes down. Then Baal is out of business. When a person pictures a decomposing goof, the meals, person pictures putting the goof into the offer, how can one beautify such a thing? Then the game's over. This is also the mission in office. Why Kavi ben Mahaloyme, Istakul Bishlesh Dvaram, Vein Atabali de Avero, Da, Meayim Bosom, Olon Atahoylech, Vilifnimi Atahoylech, Vilifnimi Atahoylech, Vilifnimi Atahoylech, Repeats the Mishnah again. Meayim Bosa, Mitipas Rucha. Lona Tahoilech, Lamokim Rumah Vesaylea. Lifne Miatos, Litten Dinacheshman. Lifne Melech Malcham Locham, Akodesh Bochum. If Nomele Melech asks, why does the Mishnah repeat itself? The Mishnah should have just said, Istakel Bishloshet Vorm, may not the body be Avera. Meayim Bosa, Mitipas Rucha, Lona Tahoilech, Lamokim Rumah Vesaylea, etc. Why does the first have to say the sentence, and only then in the second sentence explain each category? The two sentences correspond to the two parts of Adam. The first sentence that just says, refers to the Neshama. And the person's got to be explaining, where does your Neshama come from? Your Neshama comes from the Kisah Kovah. And where's Yun Hashomer going back to? Yun Hashomer is returning to the Kisya Kovit. You're going back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The second sentence refers to the Guf. Where do you Guf come from? Where are you Guf going back to? In other words, the two sentences of Siyah, Mechalim and Mahal is trying to point out this battle between the Yitzhah and the Yitzhah. He's trying to show you the correct perspective. Look at it from the following perspective. Look 
Kiddi, where the Neshama comes from, the Kedusha of the Chiyotelaki, of the Dove Ruchni and everything. Where it comes from, it stems from the Kisakovit. It's rooted in the Kisakovit. And look where the Gashmi, look where the offer comes from. Look where the person, the Chilika Gashmi, the Guf comes from. Look where the Guf of everything comes from. From Metipas Rucha. Going to the Mokka room of a Saleya. The second a person internalizes this, the second a person thinks about Misa, then automatically everything is put back into perspective. The Mias of Gashmias and the Kedush of Tahar and Ruchnias. And in fact, the Svam Akhtashim go even further. And they say that a person who has spends his life in Om Hazeh in pursuit of Tava and Gashmias, of overindulging in Gashmias, that's why he dedicates and devotes his whole, his whole life. Even when he gets this awakening when he dies, even when he leaves this world and the Emma stares at him straight in the face and he suddenly sees that he dedicated all his years in pursuing in Yonim of Tumor, of Zimchi Mason, of Beis Akhisei. Nevertheless, that taiva that he built up during his life is going to remain. Even though he's facing the heavenly tribunal and his, and his nefesh is up there in Shemayim. Nevertheless, he'll continue pursuing all the same niyas and all the taivas agos that he pursued during his life in Olam Azeh. And then he'll feel such a tippish, such a shaitan, such a mishudana. And he'll feel like somebody down here who pursues Beis Akise, who pursues Beis be- Akvar. There's no greater shtus in that. That's the Gemara that says that what's one of the simonim of a shaita, somebody who's long the Beis Akvaris, somebody in this world who hangs out in, 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 by, with, with dead bodies, who would hang out in a Beis Akise, who would cling to Mias and to Tumra. The person that sees Mamish that and he's forced by the Kabak of the Shpoko to continue pursuing. And that's Kavi bin Aharal is warning a person. Be a chacham, don't be a tipish. Look into the future. When you face which derech should you pursue? A derech of Gashmi Sapaiva or a derech of Ruchnias, Aza Chacham Look, follow, pursue something that you're going to be proud of. Pursue something that you're going to, that's going to agree with you when, when after a person dies. And that's what we ask for HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bahoyi Neinu Besor Sechem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu help us see everything with the proper eyes, from a Torah perspective, from a Torah view, in order that we should cling to Ruchnius, David Lebeinu B'Mitzri Sechem, in order that V'loi Neivo Yishleilam Vahed, because if Chas we pursue Gashmius, there's going to be an everlasting Busha. We're going to continue pursuing that Gashmius, even when we're in Olam Haba, in a Mokim, in Ganeidim, in a Mokim, where we see so clearly that the Gashmius is Kulay Beisach Vahed, is Kulay Gus, is Kulay Marimah Veseleh, is Kulay this is the Yisraelites of Yiddishkeit. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Chochna. He gave us the Koyach. He gave us the potential to see everything from a Torah perspective. And to see everything so clearly. One just has to make sure not to let Baal Pa'or get in our way. It still seems a bit unrealistic to us that somebody should pursue something for something like that. But nevertheless, we'll come to it, we'll show Dafke in this door how it's not so unrealistic. But anyways, let's just sum up in a nutshell what we've just said. That dedication and indulging in Taibus Olam Hazeh, viewing them as his path in life, is really connecting to Baal Pa'or and all the meals that it represents. Let's just now simply prove this you thought with a Pasuk and a Mishnah. The Pasuk is in Tehillim in Perk Kovob. And the Mishnah is that Mishnah in Perk Gimel and Ovis that we mentioned earlier. The Pasuk says in Tehillim in Perk Kovob, Vayitzom du l'Baal Pa'or, Vayechlu Zivchei Meisim. That bowing down to Baal Pa'or is a Pechina of Zivchei Meisim. Clinging to Baal Pa'or is Zivchei Meisim. 
That very Mishnah Novus that we mentioned earlier. In Mishnah, given Mishnah Dalat, Rabbi Shimon Oime, Shloisha Shachu Al Shulchan Echot, Veloy Omo Al of Divrei Torah, Kiilu Achu Mizitchei Mason. A Suda without Divrei Torah, a Suda where the Tibet Agut prevails, is also Zitchei Mason. In fact, identical Zitchei Mason to the Vayitzam De Labal Torah by Yechul Zitchei Mason. So you see clearly the connection between indulgence in Tibet Agut and and and, and Baal Torah. They're both Zitchei Mason. Even further. The Prophet there in the Mishnah that proves that eating without Divitera is Zidchemesim proves it from a Prophet in Yeshaya that the Prophet says, Kikol Shulchanes Meloi Ki Soya Beli Mokrin. In other words, this very same meal that served as the Avoida of Baal Torah is brought by the Mishnah to describe a meal without Divitera. No, what could be a clearer proof? That indulgence in Gashmi's forgetting about the ruchnis of everything is the same meals, the meals of Baal Pa'or. An amazing remnant to this whole Yisod we find in Parsha's Kisaitse. In fact, I think this Parsha is the Parsha that contains within it more mitzvahs than any other Parsha. And nevertheless, the Hakdomah to the Parsha, the first mitzvah discussed in the Parsha, is a very strange one. The Dinim of Eshes Yifaftoya. Firstly, what's this mitzvah all about? You take this Yifaftoya, Vasos, Tiponea, like Rashi explains, you're supposed to be monopolized, you're supposed to make it look ugly, what's going on here? Second of all, why should this beautiful parasha with so many beautiful mitzvahs be introduced by such a strange mitzvah? But the answer is poshet with this yisod. Look into Sefer Advan and see how many times the Torah repeats that the first thing Kali Yisrael has to do upon entering Earth Yisrael is to wipe out and destroy all traces of Abu Zorah. As the Prophet says, Shakit to Shaktenu, Vesayif to Saavenu. It's And Eretz Yisrael is the opposite. Eretz Yisrael is the Arthas Achayim, the opposite of Zivchemesim. And therefore, upon entering Eretz Yisrael, all traces of Zivchemesim and all that meals have to be immediately destroyed. Now, this soldier here is fighting Mohammed Sarashus. Mohammed Sarashus means to widen the borders of Eretz Yisrael, to spread the Kedusha, and push out all the Mirs and all the Shakis to Shakteno even further away. Now, this soldier who's fighting Mohammed Sarashus, every soldier knows that when he goes out to battle, except, and with exception to Mohammed's Mitzvah, there's no casualties, but any other Mohammed, first and foremost, the soldier's mind is occupied with Yavkila Yema Misa. Will he return alive? Remembering Yema Misa reminds him of facing the Kitsa Kovat. Reminds him at these dangerous moments when he fights that all the Tithes Olam has that. What does a goof look like when the Neshama leaves the goof? Reminds him that all, this, all the Tithes Olam has that are all Zitchemesim. Are all things that he's going to be embarrassed about when he faces the Kitsa Kovat. All the Tithes, anything, any, any indulgence in Olam Hazer should be revolting, should be sickening to him. The Yetzirah in these moments should surely be out of business. Yet, somehow, in this case, the soldier's focus is just on the opposite. His focus is still on the world of Taiva, on indulgence in Gashmir. In beautifying Gashmir, the Ulma Taiva somehow still seems pleasant and attractive in his eyes. He sees the Yefas Torah. says the Torah. Didn't the message hit home? Didn't the message hit home that the Yetzirah is using Baal to beautify and attract you to what's really Tachlis Amir, to what's really Zivchei how in these dangerous moments of Yaskila Yema Misa, where the truth comes out, when you wasn't a soldier awakened 
to the truth behind the Yitzhahara and the truth behind all his evil plans. How could this happen? How could he fall in love with the Yifastaya? How can this seem beautiful to him? It's Taiv, it's Alamazeh. And in these moments of Yaskila Yimamisa, Taiv, it's Alamazeh is the most sickening thing. Says the Torah, take this woman and make her a lesson, an example, once and for all, to show and to illustrate in the clearest possible way the truth and the real truth and nothing but the truth, what really lies behind all these titles and attractions. The inside story of the Yitzhahara and his work. Like Rashi says over here, This parasha is uncovering the real truth behind the Yitzhahara to bring her in the open and reveal once and for all how the Yitzhahara takes the Tachlis Amiyas and paints it externally to attract Kali to what's really Tachlis Amiyas about Torah. Therefore, says the Torah, to literally, the Torah commands to literally change her externally, to change her external appearance, appearance making it into an ugly one. The Gilchas Roisha, the Ossesar Stipanel, as Rashi says, Kadeshat is Nabal, Roya Benivula, you should see how ugly, Kadeshat is Gana this is a, an example to warn Klal Yisrael that any taiva or any Yitzhahara that really seems attractive at first, don't fall in for it. Eventually the truth will emerge that it's really ugly, that it's really Tachet Samir, like this Yifastoya. Don't wait, Rachman for Yerma Misa, for this truth to emerge. Be makdim Rafula Makkah. When the Yitzhahara comes to you and thinks I'm thinking, bringing a hero of Yifastoya to you, then really realize the Yemeth. Be a chacham, be a roya sanoila. Imagine what would this feeling be that if you'd be facing the kitzia kovet and would be seeing the truth, seeing everything in the right perspective, would we be embarrassed to fall for such a thing? Would we be embarrassed to look at this as an attraction or not? This way, with this message, the person will push out and be doicha the psoilet, the goof, the gashmi, instead of internalizing it. He'll destroy the baal He'll see the true colors behind the Yetzirah, that inside, the internal, behind this external paint that the Yetzirah has painted, this to look attractive. The inside of it is Valpar and all the Mias. Then the person will be doicha the Psoilus. He'll be doicha the Valpar, and he'll cling to what's Be'emes. M'sukim idvash v'noifes tusim. He'll be ba'atim adveikim Hashem alekeichem chayim kulchem ayon. That's Pasha's Kiseitze. Pasha's Kiseitze is the parasha that teaches us first and foremost to be doicha the psoilus and to internalize the machu. To be doicha the mias of the Yetzirah and to internalize the chaim of Torah mitzvahs, which is really mesuki mitzvah v'noifes tufim. That's why the parasha with so many mitzvahs proceeds with the way you're supposed to look at Taivas, the way you're supposed to look at Yetzirah that they are ugly, the sumerah, and then follow on the parasha with all its beautiful mitzvahs to see the real beauty that radiates from every mitzvah. That's the Masli Lathos that we mentioned right at the beginning, the second shot. The being doicha the, the psoilet and internalizing the oichel. Being doicha was absolutely sickening and, being, and internalizing that's really misuki midvash, v'noifest sufim. This chachma of a royas anoilat leads a person to the spiritual Masli Lathos, to be doicha taivas, to be doicha gashmias, and to internalize Torah mitzvah. Now, nachzul inyaneinu. Now we have a whole new insight to what a Besakise really represents. The Cheshvan and Nefesh one makes when one comes out of a Besakise. Which leads us then to the Bech Hashayotza. This insight, this is Boininus, this Cheshvan and Nefesh, takes us to the Shtus 
and to the Shiga'on of Baal Pa'or, to the realization what every tithe and indulgence really represents. This identical Mias having just experienced in the Beit HaKisi. Just the Yetzirah painted it on the outside and it to attract us. This, this Cheshvan HaNefesh directs us to this Bainanus of Yom HaMisa. Coming out of the Beit HaKisi reminds us of the Yom HaMisa, of the Reach Rav Yom HaMisa, of a decomposing body with Achiyas. It directs us to this bindingness of Lo'onat Ha'olech Lemokim Rimov Yisraelah. Also to this bindingness of Lefnimiyat Ha'olech Lefnimiyat Ha'olech To the Kisah HaKovet, where the whole truth would emerge. Where everything would be seen then in the right perspective. What's really Shulchan Molek Kiyot Tzoya. And what's really Mesukim Edvash Venefet Tzofim. There at the Kisah HaKovet, it's where the person who Chasasharam fell to the Yetzirah's trap, dedicating his life to Taiva and Gashmi, to see the real Mios, the real Zivchem Eisim, the real Shulchem Alekivitzoya, what Taiv and Alma there really is. And then he realized the Shtus and the Tipshus. What a Shaita he was, Rachman Ratzlon, to dedicate his life to the greatest Mios. And Midatayv and Meruba, it's there at the Kisei Akovet, where a person who didn't fall for the Yitzhahara, and he dedicated his life to Torah and Mitzvahs, the real Mesukim Edvashanet a person who ignored the external coat of paint, the external coat of bright paint that the Yitzhahara painted all the Mios. It's there where the person who ignored all that, looking always towards Yaskilo Yema Misa, looking always in the future, being the Chochmur who's Roya Sanoilad, and pursuing a life of Torah Mitzvah, it's then where he'll really appreciate the Chochmur that led him in the right direction, the Roya Sanoilad that led him to the true Hizbainanus, to what the end of the goof is, and to what the Neshama is, to where the goof goes, and to where the Neshama goes. And that took him to his life's dedication. And that he takes up with him to the Bezim Shalman. Having been this boinin and all this, we are ready to begin the bracha of Asher Yotzar. Asher Yotzar et Adam. Chazal chose the lotion Yotzar, not Boro. The pasuk they chose the pasuk of Ayitzar Shemelakim et Adam with the two yuds, and not the pasuk of Vayivra Shemelakim et Adam, because the pasuk Vayitzar with the two yuds. Correspond to the two Yitzharim, to the Yitzhatoyev and to the Yitzharah, as the Medrash says. Here at the beginning of the Brocha, Chazal already hinting at the two Yitzharim, to the struggle, to the ongoing battle between the two opposite messages that are being conveyed by the Yitzhatoyev and the Yitzharah. The Yitzhatoyev, who claims that to cling to the Neshama, that's the real Tainuk. And Taivus Alamazer is Mos. And the Yitzhahor's message that Taivus Haguf and Taivus Alamazer is attractive as a real Tanakh. Somebody's lying over here. They can't both be true. It's either or. How do we make the right choice? How do we uncover the truth? Whose message is MS and whose is Sheker? What's real Tanakh and what's real Mias? The Broch of Asher Yotzar puts us in this dilemma. With the two Yitzharim, the Yitzhahor and the Yitzhahorah, pulling us <coughs> a tug of war in opposite directions. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who created us with this dilemma, gave us the solution to this dilemma as well. And that is, Hashem gave us the Koyach of Chochmah, the Koyach to look ahead into the future. The Koyach of Eza Chochmah Roya Sanulat. To actually visualize, to see, to be Roya, where the Guf and the Neshama end up, the future of the Guf and the Neshama. The Koyach of Chochmah takes us to Yerim Misa, where the two, the Guf and the Neshama separate, separate each to a different direction. A different destination. The goof turns into Rim of Israel and the Neshama alights to the Kisah Kovet, its real home. 
Through this Chokhmah, we, re- we reveal and uncover the Yetzirah's lie. We reveal, we uncover the external coat of paint that covers the rim of the layer of the goof and its tibus, making it seem attractive. Chokhmah gives us a glimpse of facing the Kisah covered where the truth and the whole truth is so clear. So true. Enachanami Ashayotah is Adam. Ashayotah with a Yitzchayv and a Yitzchara. But the Chokhmah, Hashem, you give us the Chokhmah to look into the future and to clearly see what's real Oichel, what's real Tzayvus, what's real Tanel, and what's real Mias. However, even with the Koyach Chokhmah, even though one can be Roya, one can actually visualize sort of thing to see the future, but Lamaisa it still seems remote and distant to us. It still feels that we're living in the present and we're looking ahead in the future. This message of Chochmah is a future message and we're in the present. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu went even further to assist us in making this message, this important message, a more realistic one. Something that's not so distant, not so future, something that's closer to us, something that's easier for us to relate to. And therefore, in addition to the Koyach HaChochmah, Ashiyat HaFadom HaChochmah, we continue, Obara Boi Nekovim, Nekovim, Chalulim, Chalulim. Our goof is full of holes. As, as we, we discussed earlier, the Shulchan Aruch explains, on the Pesach of Matli La, on the Brach of Matli La, that our Piteva, our Neshama, cannot remain in our goof for a second. It should, every second, escape through all these holes of Nekovim, Nekovim. In other words, these two destinations of the Neshama and the Guf are not really so remote anymore. They're not so, really so distant anymore. Because only a continuous Ness is preventing their return to their destination. Only a continuous Ness is retaining the Neshama and preventing the Neshama from leaving and facing the Kisar Kovet. This is an additional dimension. So if Chachma helps us see the future, the Uvarabai in the Kovet the actually brings the future closer to the present. So Chochmah assists us in looking in the future, and Uvarabai Nekovim Nekovim brings the future closer to the present. The first Matana is Ashiyatras Adam Chochmah, and the second is Uvarabai Nekovim Nekovim Chalulim Chalulim. At this stage, we can almost see ourselves, so to speak, at the Kisar Kovid. Meaning, the clarity of seeing and appreciating the real Oichel and the real Tzolus that's experienced so clearly facing the Kisar Kovid, that's revealed so clearly at the Kisar Kovid. That very same clarity, that, that very clear picture, the Emes Mitoy of the Yitzhah message and the Shekhar of the Yitzhah's message can be witnessed, can be felt by every person down here, even though we will all live a life based Hashem is Baruch Abner Ve'esrim, a healthy life. But nevertheless, when we're misboinen, in all that we've said, that only a ness is preventing facing the kiss like in a second, literally, then the, then the message becomes all the more realistic. It's like having a revelation of the kiss like down here with us. And therefore, after the words of Barbein Nekovim, Nekovim, Chalulim, Chalulim, we continue, that clarity, that revelation that's been revealed of the Snechesechabedecha, that clarity of standing with Snechesechabed is now Golaviyadua. It's been revealed, it's been sold down here. The same clarity as by the Kisakovid has been sold down here. The Snechesechabedecha is Golaviyadua to us. How? How can it be said that the Kisakovid has been revealed down here? Because Because if the continuous miracle stops for a second, we can't survive a Silishar Echos. And therefore the Guvan and the Shama return to their destinations, the end of the journey, the facing the Kisak Kovit. So in other words, the Sha'imi Pasach is explaining how can it be to us down here Goliviadua? How can this revelation of the Snechisekhvidecha be so Goliviadua to us? Because Sha'imi Pasach, it's really we're standing there, we're almost standing there already. 
These matanis nifla'is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, namely the Chochmah to see the future, and the Uvar Bein Akov and the Kovim Chalul and Chalul, which bring the future closer to the present. That they bring about the revealing the Kisar Kovod, that feeling of the Kisar Kovod, the clarity of the Kisar Kovod down here, that pushes away the Yitzhahor and his message. And that brings us to cling to the Yitzhahor and his message. Or in Shulchan Aruch language, to be Deich of the Psoilas and to be Machnas the Eichel. And therefore, the end of the, we end the bracha with the chasimah on the ena psicha, as is Allah in brachas, that the end has to be the same subject as the beginning. And we end, roitichal basa imafli lasis, with the two pshatim mentioned at the beginning of the shir of imafli lasis. Number one, that the guf is molly the coven, the guf is full of holes, and the neshama doesn't, explain, doesn't escape. That was the first shot in imafli lasis. Number two, the second shot, the koyach that the guf has to be doicha the psoilas and to take in the oichel. These were the two pshatim brought down in Shulchan Aruch for the Omafli Lassif. And we mentioned at the beginning of Sheh that would explain how really these two reasons are very connected. In fact, one reason leads to the other. One pshat leads to the other pshat. Now, with all that we've said, it's Pashat. The nest that the Omafli Lassif, the Hisboininess, that the Neshama remains in the group full of holes, that nest leads us automatically to the second nest, to be Deicha the Psoilet and to be Machnes the Eichel. Which in Paninius means to push off the Yitzhahara the Psoilet and to internalize and to cling to the Neshama to the Yitzhahara's message. The Koyach to view the Yitzhahara's message as Psoilet and Mias and repulsive. His so-called Tanugan, to view his so-called Tanugan as Pachlis of Psoilet. To push away and with Machnes the Eichel, the Yitzhahara's message, which is the real Tanugan. Of course, we thank Hashem in the Pasha Pshad as well, that of course, the focus that our body physically functions properly, pushing out what's unhealthy, and internalizing what's nutritious for us. Of course, we're thanking HaKadosh Baruch for the healthy physical state of our bodies in the Brach HaShayotah. But our message in this year is to show how everything in the physical world is really a reflection only of what's going on in the spiritual world and its message, its message in Avodah Hashem. So this is the message of Brach HaShayotah. Here, the Chazal said that Lechem is Miloshem Nochama. Because an Achila is an ongoing battle between the two Yitzharim. What to focus on? The physical taiva and tining of the Gashmi of the food, or the Ruchni Davodah Sashem of the food. And the Beis HaKisei, that's the end result of the physical Achila, puts everything into perspective. It's the Nitzachan HaNochama, where the Yitzhatoiv is viewed as the Yechel and the Yitzhahora as the Psalmist. That's the Birch HaShiyotah, the Nitzachan HaMochama of the Yitzhah over the Yitzhah The other example, the parallel of this Mochama by Achila is that of Ishus, as we mentioned at the beginning of Sheh. Here too, the Yitzhah focuses on pulling the person to Taibis Agus, his message being that Tanugim Gashmim are the Tainuga Emes. Here too, the Yitzhah pushes the person in the opposite direction to a focus on the overflowing spiritual potential of Ishus, of Kiddushin, Kiddushin Milashin Hektish, Kiddusha, that accompanies an Ishus Shal Mitzvah. The same Milchama, the same Asheyotza, that's rooted in the Pasuk of Ayitza Hashem Lekimis Adam Asim in Adama, with the two Yuds, the Yitzhoiv and the Yitzhohara, introduces a Chayi Nisuin. And therefore, also in Simchas Nisuin, we remind ourselves of this by saying, Asheyotza Asa Adam, we remind ourselves of the Parshas Aroyas at the end of Parshas Kedoshim that we mentioned earlier. That the Torah describes as Toyeva. And we burst into Shvach Vahidah. That the very same action we're doing with Kedusha V'Tahara. With Doicha the Psoilis, the Taiva, the Tainu Gashmi, the Toyeva of Aroyas. 
that the Yitzhahara pulls us towards. And we machnis the oichel, the mitzvah kedushin, the kedusha, the ruchnias of an Ishus show mitzvah. That's the Berchus Eresen that the Masada Kedushin recites under the Chuppah. Asher Kiddishonu B'Mitzvahisov V'Tzivonu Al Ha'aroyes V'Osa Lonu Esar Rusois V'Hitle Lonu Esar Nusuois Al-Yidei Chuppah V'Kiddushin Baruch Atah Hashem M'Kadesh Ami Yisrael Al-Yidei Chuppah V'Kiddushin We thank Hashem for helping us be Doicha the Psoilis the Toyeva V'Tzivonu Al Ha'aroyes V'Osa Lonu Esar Rusois And we thank Hashem for commanding us to bring out the achila, to bring out the oichel, to bring out the beauty, the purity, the the tainuk ruchni of the of the mitzvah of kedushin, and forbidding us with our royals to be doicha the psoilas, and therefore the hispoinness that in in in, in berches erisin and in mitzvahs nisuin is again the nitzachon of the yitzatoyv leading us to the sweet world of ruchnius that's nusukim midvashim noifet sufim and throwing away the yitzahora which is tachlis amiyus, and therefore both. There is, and in Achila and both in Mitzvah Nesuin we have this bracha of Asheyotzar Es Ha'odom the Yitzira the Yitzatoiv and the Yitzahora the struggle and the victory of the Yitzatoiv putting us in the right direction of true true Tainuk true true pleasure the Ruchnistic pleasure of the Neshama we have now the Siyata Deshmaya completed this part of the Sheh explaining the Birchas Ashiyotza. The second half of the Sheh will be moving on from Birchas Ashiyotza to Birchas Alakai Neshama. But before we move on to the Birchas Alakai Neshama, there's an important footnote to this Sheh that will really illustrate everything we've just said. The Maralingo area in Pashas Vizchanan on the Pasuk Vaneshev Bagai, Mulbeis Pa'or, is the Maral asks, why is it that the Torah over here in Veschanon singles out the Baal Pa'or? There was a few other Zoras. Why does the Torah single out after mentioning, reminding us of Baal Pa'or? In Eichem or Roy, Hashem, Baal Pa'or, Kikole etc., etc. Is the morale in Pachas Veschanon and Guari explains that the reason why the Moshe is mentioning Baal Pa'or over here, because Baal Pa'or was the Avodah Zorah that Kuali Yisrael served at the end of the 40 years in the Midbar, just before they were supposed to enter at Yisrael. And therefore, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was mentioning it over here in Sefer Zvon. Now, if you do in the Svarmak Doshim, that all the journeys that Kuali Yisrael traveled in the Midbar correspond to the journeys that we travel through Golas. Everywhere where they encamped corresponds to a different place in Golas that Kuali Yisrael is going to live for a while until we're going to begin our journey again from place to place. Every Nesiyah, every Bayachanu corresponded to a different Mokam in Golas that Kuali Yisrael was going to have to live in. Entering Eretz Yisrael, the end of the Midbar, entering Eretz Yisrael, that, 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 that corresponds to the end of the Golas, the Ikris of the Meshicha, about to enter Eretz Yisrael, El Amenucha of El Anachala, which refers to the Yachus Ayoman. And therefore, if this is the case, then the end of the 40 years that correspond to the Ikris of the Meshicha show us something unbelievable. Because if they served Baal Pa'or at the end of the 40 years, as the Maral says, it's mashma that our times today, the Ikris of the Meshicha, correspond to the Koyach of Baal Pa'or. We're living through a generation today of Baal Pa'or, which is mamish just before Mashiach is going to come, just at the end of the travels of Kali Yisrael in the Midbar, which correspond mamish to the Ikris of the Meshicha, our generation. And when we open our eyes a bit, and we see what's really going on in today's day and age, we see this Koyach this, 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 mamish in the most unbelievable way. In earlier generations, many types of taivas, of gila royas, were outlawed, were repulsive, were looked down upon, mamish, as being, she could say, being muktamachmas mias. 
Anybody who Chas Shalom practiced or fell in for such mirrors was an absolute outcast in society. Didn't belong to Chlal in a civilized society. Today, Rahman and Islam, these things are becoming more and more legalized and accepted. They're not so looked down upon anymore. They even have the chutzpah, these people even have the chutzpah to fight for acceptance in society. And not only as members of society, but even to accept positions as leaders in society. And Rahman and Islam, even leaders in religious matters. The generation today, the youth today, is exposed, Rahman and Islam, to every type of muqtam achmasmiyas, Rahman and Islam. Be it magazines, be it internet, even the posters in the streets. If you take somebody from 100 years ago, 200 years ago, to walk the streets, to read the literature, he'll throw up. Today, the door is accustomed to it. The same goes for the, one, the hairstyles today, the clothes they wear today. Yosef Atzadi was Nesalsul Basaroi because hair is a simon of Malchus. He grew his hair. He grew his hair like a Nazi grows his hair. A Nazi grows his hair because a Nazi comes from the word Zer. Zer and Zer is a crown. Hair is a sign of Malchus. Even the Goyim at once had it. The princes had special hairstyles. The blurious that we find in Chazal. Today, Rahman and Islam, the more crazy the hair is, the more colors the hair are, the more colorful. People are much sugar. The greater the fashion, the better the fashion. That's the fashion. The crazier one looks, that's the, the, the greater one looks. The more popular it is. The same thing goes for the Godim. Godim clothes is always a symbol of covet. Like the Gemara says, nothing His clothes were his covet. And today, the more they're ripped, the more stupid the clothes are. The crazier they look, the more popular, the more fashionable they are. The whole idea of covered, the whole idea of self-covered, has completely been, completely been eradicated. The more sugar, the more one's looked up to. Some sugar in Paris or wherever he lives, wakes up one morning, makes a fashion, advertises his mishagas, his sick, his filthy mind, and millions fall for it. Where was this heard of? Of course, we're not, we're, we're only, we're not talking about Klali Shrov, Amish Kulam Sadiqim, we're not Chasson, Chanjim, Katshuk, and Klali Shrov, we're talking about the Goyish kite, the Goyish world, the Goyish kite in the street. Where, did it, where was this heard of? The answer to all this is that we're living in the Mashiach, at the end of the 40 years in the Midbar, the period where the Hashbos of Baal spread and came out in the open. All the meals of today that's being accepted, that's even being looked up upon, are all traces of Baal Pa'or, where the more meals they were, the, more, the greater priests they became to that. Our voider in today's generation is not to get taken in, Chas But to see, to see the real meals, and to be doicha the psoilas, and to be machnes the oichel. That's our voider in today's generation. To see the beauty, to look at a tzaddik's face, look at a Thomas Chachem's face, and see what tainig it is just to look at them, to be dovok to tzaddikim, to be dovok to tamit chachamim, to be dovok to the Hail Torah, to the mitzvahs, to see how, how pure, to see how pure, how tahor, to see the emestic tainig of being a ben Torah, of being soaked and absorbed with Yerushalayim and Avas Hashem. And then to look out and to see the Goisha world, and to see the Western world, and to see our fulting, to see the psoilas, and to be doichel the psoilas, and to be machles the oichel. And with this we end, with this we end the first part of the Shea on Birchus Hashayotza. And now we move on to the Bracha of the Lekai Neshama, which is the second half of this Shea. Now, here in the Lekai Neshama, we'll apply those Yusoidas we discussed at length in the first Shea of the series. Here we'll begin seeing just how vital all those Yusoidas in Shea Aleph in the first Shea were in preparing us 
for, for all the tefillah, for the tefillah bichlal, and the beginning of tefillah bichlal. So therefore, it might be worthwhile listening once again to Shir Aleph, or to part of Shir Aleph, to clarify the Yisoydas that we went mentioned there, because that will insist us in understanding this Shir, the following Shirim, or better said, putting all the earlier, putting the Shir Aleph into practice in these Shirim. We discussed at length in Shir Aleph that the feeling of Yeshus comes from the Guf. The, <coughs> the Guf feels it's an independent Matthias. It's the Oretz of Adam. In sharp contrast to the Neshama, the Shemaim of Adam, that feels bitter to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It feels the Atahu Hashem Levadecha. It feels that there isn't another Matthias. Every Niver is absolutely bottled to Matthias or Yisborach. In other words, the Guf gives the feeling that it has its own independent Chiyos. The Neshama feels the Atah Machayas Kulam, the Atah, the Aleph Kultov, the Oyesius of the Aleph base, of the Oyelam Hashem Dvorcha Nitzvah B'Shamayim, that are Machayas every Nivra every second. Which brings to the automatic battle, realizing that no Nivra can survive independently for one single second without the Chiyas that's Machayat every second. This message of the Neshama is absolutely blocked out by the Guf. The Guf is the Chatzitza. The Mechitza, preventing this message from getting through. Other rather, it relays the opposite message. And therefore, Avoidus HaOdom, in short, is twofold, as we discussed in Shealif. Breaking this Chatzitza, breaking the barrier, ridding oneself of the Yeshus of the Guf. And secondly, internalizing the Neshama's message. Allowing the Neshama's message to pour out, to radiate, having rid oneself of the Yeshus HaGuf. Birchas Hashiyotza took care of the first part, the first avoider. As we explained earlier by Arichus, that this broch of Hashiyotza confirms in the strongest possible way the shiftless aguf. It rules out completely any yeshus that might have been caused by the guf. It breaks through this chatzitza, this mechitza, that doesn't allow the Neshama's message to get through. And therefore Birchas Hashiyotza, in, in Bechaz HaShiyotah we mentioned Bechokhmah. Sheyotah is Odom Bechokhmah. Bechokhmah, we said in Sheyotah, is the Kleachmah. It's the bittle of feeling ma. It's this bittle that the Bechaz HaShiyotah is helping us, assisting us, leading us to. Breaking the Yeshus HaGuf and paving the way to feel the Neshama and its message. Bechaz HaLakai Neshama is the Neshama and its message. It's the Lakai Neshama. It's the message that the Neshama relays. It's the message of the Neshama that comes pouring out after we rid ourselves of the Yesh HaSagur. So basically, Bechaz HaShiyotza and Bechaz Lakai Neshama are two sides of the same coin. Bechaz HaShiyotza destroys the ships of Sagur. And Bechaz Lakai Neshama brings us to the Roimimus of Neshama, the radiant bittle that pours out of the Neshama. They both lead to the same Yisod. And therefore, in the Halacha, it's, in, it's brought down in Halacha, that one should say the Ashiyatah and the Birchah Salakai and the Shama, one after the other, because it's both the same message. Before we begin, be, we begin with Birchah Salakai and the Shama, let us just ask one or two Ha'oras. Elakai and the Shama, Shunasata be Tahoyrahi. We confirm, we announce, that the Neshama that you gave us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is Tahoyrahi. What are we saying? And then we continue. What is the begin of Baroto, Yitzarato, Nafachto, Bi? And why do, we, why do we mention the word Atta so often? What's this word Atta? What's the message in the word Atta? But according to what we're just saying, the Pshad is the following. We begin a kind of Shama by saying 
Elikai, period. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this bracha is to prove that you are the Elikai, you are the Adoin HaKol, you are the Baltakid, you are the Balakoich of Kulo. The, 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 the Kavonos of Elikim, Elikai. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Elikai, you are, you are my God. I feel completely bottled to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You are my home at Sears. Neshama Shnasata be Tohoi The word Tohoi means the following. Now, if you do up, and we'll discuss it later at length, in the later share. But the boys and Kalali, we know that there are four Oilamas, there are four worlds. There's what's called Oilam Atsilos, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. The Oilam Atsilos is Kulay Ruchni. And the Bittl to HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the Madrega of Atsilos is absolute. The word Yesh doesn't even exist there in Atsilas. It can't exist. There's not even a Havamina yet of even a remote possibility of even imagining the word Yesh and what it represents. Klalu Klal. Atsilas is Kuli Ayin. It's Kuli Bittl. No Yesh the Klal, no Havamina. Olam Habriya is the Olam that introduces the idea of Yesh, of Bria. It's where the Yesh is first introduced. In Bria, the word Yesh is already in the vocabulary. The Bittl is no more absolute. Of course, in actuality, but Poel Mamish, even in Bria, even Bria is the Olam of Bittl. But it's there in Bria that the Machshava of a Nivra, of a Bria, the Machshava of Yeshus, of a Yesh, is first introduced. And therefore the Bittl is no more absolute and no more complete. Because at least there's a Havamina of Yeshus. Later in Olam Yitzira, goes down a further reader. There is Bechinus of Nivraim already. Boif and Kloli Yitzira is called Olam HaMalachim because the Malachim are a Bechinus of Nivraim already. Even though they are spiritual Nivraim, even though we discussed already that the Malachim feel the Bittl, but nevertheless in contrast to Atzilus and to Bria, it's more Yeshus. And therefore it's a further reader. But again, there's no Yeshus Papoil. There's no Yeshus in actuality. But it's considered a Yerida from Bria. Ha'olam Gashmi. That's the Bria Bepoil. That's the Yeshmi Ayin Bepoil. That's the Olam where the word physical is introduced. The word Gashmi is introduced. The words Nifroim Nifroim Gashmiim. Nifroim that feel themselves Yesh V'Nifrad Mamish. That's the Olam Agashmi. That's the world of physicality. That's the Olam Asiya Agashmi. Again, this is all very clolious. This is all just an overview. Of course, each Olam has unlimited beginners. We are at the moment being very general because this here is not the place to elaborate. The Hashem in the next year, hopefully, will elaborate more on these beginners of Olam and Samet Hashem. But I call upon him, having just given an overview of the chilek between them, let us now return to a deep understanding in Olkain Neshama. It says in the Svarim Akdoshim that the Bechina of Tohoi Barosa, Yitzarta, and Nefachtobi, these four Bechinas are the four Olamas. Tohoi is the Atsilas. Barosa is Bria, Yitzarta is Yitzira, and Nefachtobi is, is Asiya. That Kodesh Baruch blew the Neshama into B, into the Guf, into the Olam Asiya Agashmi. The Bechina of Tohoi which we said is the Bechina of Atsilas, there, that's where the Neshama is really rooted. In the Bechin of Atsilas and the Bechin of Tohoi 
that the Neshama is completely bottled. And the summer originates from this absolute feeling of bittle, where yes, it doesn't exist, klal or klal, not even a half a minute. From there, it descends through Bria and then Yitzira until it lands in Asiya, in Agufa Gashmi, where it's exposed to the world of Yeshus Mamish. But the Etzem, the Neshama, is completely rooted in complete bittle in Atzilus. And that's the beginning of Torah. A dugma, a manifestation down here. Of this begin of Atzilus, this begin of Tahoirahi was the Kodesh HaKadoshim in the Beit HaMikdash, in the Mishkan, where the absolute bittle prevailed. We know that the Oran was placed in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, but the Oran was Einam in Amido. It was there, but it didn't take up any room. The absolute bittle. It's there, but it's completely bottled. It's not Toysus Mokim, it doesn't take up any room. It's as if it's not there. Therefore, the Kodesh HaKadoshim was the Mokim of Tahoirahi. It was a mockum of Atsilas, it was a mockum of absolute battle, and that's called Tahoirai. And therefore the Kodesh HaKadoshim was the mockum that was Metaher Kval Yisrael on Yom HaKippurim. Ki ba Yom HaZai Yechapa Aleichem Lutaher Eschem. Ashrechem Yisrael. Like the Mishnah says at the end of Yom HaKippurim. Mi Metaher Eschem Avichem Sheba Shemayim. Ma Mikva Metaher Satameim Afakodesh Pochum Metaher Es Yisrael. In that mockum, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the Darg of Tahoirahi of Atsilas. When the Kohen Godel entered the Kodesh HaKadoshim Yom HaKippurim, he took up all our Neshamas through Bria, from Asiya to Yitzira to Bria, right to its Shoyers to Bechinus Atsilas. And there the Neshamas are completely bottled. That's what brought about Akapara. He bore all the Neshamas of Klal Yisrael to the absolute bittel. That's Tahoirahi, and that was the Tahoira of Yom Kippurim. There the Kohen Gadol sacrificed the Ketoires on the Oren. The Ketoires was Reach, and the Gemara Brocha says that Reach is a Hanas on the Through the smell of the Ketoires, we felt our Neshamas rising. Just like the smoke of the Reach rose, all our Neshamas rose. They rose right until the Chinas Atzilus, right until the Chinas of Bittl Mamish. That's why the Ketoires was placed on the Oren. The Oren was Einim in Amida. The Oren is the Chinas of the manifestation of the Bittl Mamish of Atzilus. There the Ketoires was placed. That means that the Ketoires on the Oren is, ar- is arousing the Neshama to be placed on the Mokim that's Einam in Amida, on the Mokim, on the, on the Mokim that feels the absolute Bittl at Tahoirah Yolatzilas. And that was the Kapara. Again, the Ketoires on the Oren was the Neshama's reaching the Bechinus Einam in Amida, the Bechinus Bittl of the Oren, which is the Bechinus Atzilas, which is the Tahoirah and that brought about a Kapara. Not of view, the Hiligan not of view, felt this Bittl. And when they entered the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they reached that level of Bittl with such force, with such Kedusha, that they couldn't return anymore. They couldn't come back to Asiya. That's why the Avoid of the Parish of Achrei Mois, the Parish of the Avoid of Yom Kippurim, is introduced by Achrei Mois, Shnei Bnei Aaron. Their Chet was that they couldn't return anymore down to Asiya, and the Tachlis is to return to Asiya. But they reached that Bechina of Einam and Amida, they reached that Bechina of that they're not Toifus Mokim anymore, they reached the level of Tahoirahi, and they couldn't come back anymore. But anyways, that's another discussion of another view. We just brought this side to, 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 to bring a Dugma of what it means the Tahoirahi, the Bechina of Atzilus. That's what we're announcing in the Lekai Neshomash and Asatabi. Tahoirahi. We begin by announcing that Anasham is rooted in the Bechina of Atzilus, in the Tachlis Abitl. And if we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that that's the task of Anasama because that's where Anasama originates from. But the Tachlis, like we said by another view, the Tachlis isn't to remain there. 
The Tachlis is that the Neshama should journey spreading its message of Tachlis of Bitla Tahiri through all the Olamas until it lands with a bang in Olam Atsiyah, in the Gulf. The message of Atsilos has to descend to, through the Olamas to the thickest Argus of Yeshus and turn them from Yeshus to Ayin. To turn the idea, to turn the phrase of yesh mi'ayin to ayin mi'yesh. Internalizing that we're not the yesh, we're the ayin. HaKadosh Baruch is the yesh. He is the Metziyah Samiti. Not that we are the yesh mi'ayin, but we are the ayin mi'yesh. There's only one Metziyah, and that's the Atuhu Hashem Levadecha, the Metziyah of HaKadosh Baruch And as we travel through every oilam, we bring this message, this bittle to that oilam. And therefore, after announcing the Shomer Shonatlata B'Tohirayit, we say, Atavarosa, Atiyatzata, Atanafachta B. We're bringing this message through all Oilamas, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, that we proceed by saying for each Oilam, Ata, this Ata, the word Ata, the Aleph Tutov, the Chiyas Aliki, that's Mechayas every second, that makes us feel this Tachlis Abitl, has to seep in every Madrega, every Oilam, from Atzilus down to Bria, to Atavarosa, bringing the message of Ata to Bria, Atta Yitzata, the message of Atta to Yitzira, and Atta Nefach to me, the message of Atta, the message of Atta Mechayes Kulam, even down here to the thickest levels of Yesh, to the Nefach to be, to the Olam Asiyah, to the Olam Aguf. Let's elaborate and explain this a bit better. The Surish on the Shama always remains in Tahira, he always remains in Atilas. But it's Or, it's Ha'ara, it's Rays. Its message travels through the oil of us until the Olamasiyah. But the Yetzim Neshama is still there and is always there. Just it's relaying its message through the R, through its, uh, the equivalent of R, the equivalent of race. And the Tachlis says that its message, its Kedusha, its Tahara, its Atzila should reach down to Asiyah. The feeling that down here of our Neshama should connect to the feeling of the Neshama in Atzila. Another example is like a rope. Yaakov Chevel Nachalosay. Our Neshama is Mushrash into Hoyreen Atsilas. And the task is to spread its spur all the way down to Asiya. That when we're holding on down here in Asiya, we're holding on to the same rope that's rooted up there in Atsilas. And again, these are very lofty in Yonim. We're only touching upon them, whatever's necessary for this shape. And it's like what the Moranayim says at the beginning of Pasha's Lech Lecha. That we find the term. We find HaKadosh Baruch Hu calling to the Ovis HaKadoshim, saying the name twice, Avram, Avram, Yaakov, Yaakov, Moshe, Moshe. Why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu call their name twice? Says the Elegemar and Ayim, that the Tzadikim Kamoishu who can boilem ashofel, kein hu sharoshay lamala. The Tzadik down here is rooted to the Tzadik up to his Bechina up there. Or is there Nivra Poi? The Tzadik's created down here Begulf. Even though he's in a slabish beguf, Ava became the toiv bechirosay oivet es Hashem. The tzaddik's oivet es Hashem, for who bezeh oilam tzaddik kemoishu tzaddik b'sheroshi shalemala. He's down here at tzaddik as he is up there in his shayrish. The zeh Avram Avram, shu Avram toy tzaddik kemoishu Avram b'sheroshi shalemala. Everybody's neshama lemal is rooted in tachlis abitla and tachlis atahara. The tzaddikim, Hakadosh Baruch calls them Avram Avram to show that they are down here, mamish like they are up there. 
where HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls them Avram, Avram, Moshe, Moshe to teach us that they reached the level where down here they were exactly the same as they were up there. The Shoyrish down here, the Shoyrish up there and the, and, and, and the Shoma in the Guf down here was exactly on the same Adrega. To explain ideas, to make things easier, to make them more practical, to explain us how we can catch on in Avodah Hashem, is the Svam Adoshim say that the beginner of Bria, Yitzira and Asiyah are the beginners of Machshava, Dibur and Maisat. Bria is the beginner of Machshava, the oil of Machshava. Yitzira is the oil of Dibur, and Asiya is the oil of Maisa, Asiya. And therefore, when we say Atavarasa, we're saying that we have to bring the Atar into our beginner's Machshava. All our Machshavas must be on Bittl, Biltil Hashem Levadoi. Einoid Mavadoi. When we say it, Atar Yitzarto, and we're saying that all our Dibur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're in charge of our Dibur, all our Dibur has to be directed, our Dibur has to be a Heilige Dibur. And Atan Afachto be all our Asiyah, everything we do in life, has to be called Kulay Dovok, the Atan has to be called Kulay Bottle to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Biltil Hashem Levadoi, both in Machshava, Dibur, or Maisa. Because like we said, Bria is everything is still the Machshav, it's all still Hamamina. Yitzira is already, on one hand, they are in Ivram, but they're in Ruchni sticking in Ivram. And that's, the, that's a parallel to the Dibur. That the Dibur, we speak out of Aguf, but the Emes, it's something Ruchni. We're speaking out something Ruchni. The Dibur, the, 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 the speech, the words that come out of mouth are not tangible. It's the Ruach Hain that's speaking. That's the Bechin of Yitzira. Where it is, they are in Ivram, but they're Ruchni. And the Bechin of Asiya, that's our Maisin. So all three levels of Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa, all three Kalim of the Nefesh, have to be, well, one has to internalize that they all have an Atah, they all have an Atah attached to them. They are Atah Verosah, Atah Yitzah, Atah Atah Nefach to be. So if our Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa is Kulkuloi directed to our Kodesh Prochus, so what's left for us? Nothing. That's the Bechin of that we, have, that we feel the Ayn. But on the other hand, we feel, ah, that when we think, we can think neshamadik, we can think chiyasalakidik. When we speak, we can speak neshamadik. When we do maises, we can do maises neshamadik. Because we rid ourselves already of our goof in Ashiyotza. From now on, everything we're doing, it's just the neshama shining, the neshama radiating out of the goof. The goof is no more the mechitza and the chatzitza. The neshama is radiating through all the bechinas. Machshavadeva maisa only klodiyastika bechinas of the goof. But they represent every aspect, every aspect of the goof, from the seichel to the goof. And that's the brach of Ashiyotza, being mevatlemol to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Saying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we realize that we announced already at the beginning, that Neshama Shunasatabi Tohoi We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still today rooted in Atzilus, but its reflections, its rays, its message shine and come through and break through our beginners of Machshava and Dibba Maisa, our beginners of Bria, Yitzira and Asiya. That Anashama is rooted up there. Ah, Hashreinu. That we're living down here. And we have a koyach, a chevel nachlose. We're holding onto a rope that's tied, that's knotted up there in the highest argon at Argo Bechinus Astilus. And then we recognize that the Neshama, just because it came down into the gulf, is not ours. We're not koiner than the Neshama. There's no Kenyan on the Neshama. Because really it's up there. And then we thank our God, Shpohu, Vatom Hashem, Robekirmi. That's the Atah, the Atah Mesham Rabbi Kiribi. We realize that HaKadosh Baruch that every second that the Nesham is with us is the Aleph Tiltof, it's the Chiyas Aleki that HaKadosh Baruch is shining. Because it needs Shmirah down here, because it doesn't belong up here, it's rooted up there. 
And we recognize and we know that we're not coined, but also little of many. We know that it can't last forever in the goof. The goof is Gashmin and the summons from the highest, highest Madrega. But also little of many. The goof, unfortunately, is Yeshus. And therefore, it can't last long in the goof. We can't bring our goof yet to the ultimate shlamas where the goof turns into neshama. And there the neshama will be able to descend and stay and remain in the goof the way it was supposed to be before the Chet of Adam Arishan. The way it was, in fact, before the Chet of Adam Arishan. But now as a result of the Chet of Adam Arishan, there needs to be a tickle in the goof. We can't make the goof into the ultimate ayin. We can break the yeshus, as we said earlier in Ashayotza. But we can't bring the goof to be the ultimate ayin in the same way, the ultimate bittle in the same way as the neshama is. But the Metz Hashem, when we're metakin, when the Chet of Adam Arishan is metukana, Metz Hashem lost it.